<laughs> All right, well, we can start whenever you guys are ready then, because I got a beer. I'm good to go. Well, hold on. I got to take a. I need to grab a allergy pill quick. Oh, oh shit. I need paper. Chris needs some paper. Let me see. Y'all can't see through this, can you? You just see paper. I can't see you. If that's what you're asking. Through this. I, I you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. John Cena. <laughs> oh. Go now. I still had uh, last week's paper. Uh, uh, I said, "Ooh wee. What up with that? Ooh, what up with that? Ooh." We hey Chris got himself some paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like that's what the PC Tunny does, sings while he's taking a piss. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, the words are supposed to be the same, but it's more of a you know, it, it, it's more of a hurricane kind of thing. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that hurricane thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a big ball. You gotta have winds of at least seventy-four miles an hour, Adam. <laughs> oh, these are facts. It's a science. <laughs> All right, we can start the show. I hope you recorded that. Wow. It's science. I mean, yeah. Podcast. My name is Pizza Tunny. PC Tunny, formerly known as Pizza Funny, the artist formerly known. What? Wow. One week off. You know, folks, today it's not been the drinking. It's I literally woke up 20 minutes ago from a nap. So I am literally Sleepy Tunny today, but I am known as the Pumpkin Carver on Twitter for this month. I am also joined by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It is him. It is him. It does be a scientist. Indeed, it's DPP. It's same thing for me, you know. The same initials. I'm not. I'm not changing mine every month like you do. I didn't change it, my initials. Well, you just uh, whatever you want to call it. Change who yeah, you are. Pumpkin Carver, PC. Yeah, Pumpkin Carver, Tony. All right. Anyway, uh, the, we we. <laughs> I think we're. I think we are. I think we are a, uh, the the quintessential quadratic quadrangular podcast now. I think for for the time being, because folks. I do believe he's he's much more of a permanent type of member back again here. Great job hosting last week, by the way. Uh, it's Christopher Platt. 
Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the high praise. I appreciate it. Had a ball, by the way. We had a really good show last week. Had a lot of fun. Nice to be back, Mr. Uh, Pumpkin Carver. We're on the precipice of another Halloween movie. And the most important thing that happened to me this week is the Michael Myers face turn. Should I, sh- shall I continue? Should I elaborate? Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I saw the last Halloween that was in 2017. Like, they chained this melon farmer in the basement, blew up the house, and he's still alive. And, yo, I love me some Jamie Lee Curtis. Go back and watch Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places. Beautiful woman, great actress. I absolutely adore Jamie Lee Curtis. But Michael been trying to kill this bitch for 40 years. You know, after a while, you got to say, maybe it's her. Maybe she's the problem. I appreciate his persistence. He's the John Cena of horror movies, okay? Never give up. I appreciate the persistence. And you know what? Get her, Michael. Go get her. Kill her. Kill the daughter. If the daughter got a husband, kill the husband. Kill everybody in this melon farmer. I'm pro Michael Myers. I am team Michael Myers, ladies and gentlemen. Doom, 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 doom. Get it, Mike. Get them all, Mike. I'll be honest with you. Right now, I kind of feel like I felt about a half hour into work this morning. Like, you asked me, should I continue? And we said yes. And about a half hour into work this morning, I turned to my buddy and I said, it's too late to call in. Anyway, the fourth member of our broadcast here is none other than the Trivia Trickster. He's phenomenal in so many ways, funky and fresh. Oh, yeah. Take a poll of that. It's AJ Velaz. I need to because as soon as we were recording, I pulled up from work. (laughs) (laughs) I, I literally well, pull up, and then it's just like uh, 15 minutes, and I'm like, ah, I wish I knew that sooner so I didn't have to rush myself out of work. Probably, like, well, fucked up everything at work, so now I have to go back in on Monday and be like, what happened here? Uh, well, I'll blame it on the guy who can't speak English. <laughs> no habla inglés? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Man, you guys are being racist. Uh, uh, anyway. Right? That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> they just carried the pregame meeting uh, into the, the goddamn show. Uh, like, what the uh, hell? You know? Uh, let's not go there. Right, let's not go there. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, you're bringing Jesus, now he's bringing religion into this. What's Jesus oh. got? What well, Jesus got to do? Got to now, do with it? Well, we, we broke it. Politics. I was about to say, we've broken all the rules. We might as well get into politics, too, at this point. <laughs> oh, no. I think instead, DP, we're going to let everybody know what's happening this week on episode 293 of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. It's an extreme. Sheesh. Maybe that's what I was talking about before. In order to have an extreme sheet, you need winds of at least 74 miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, you talk about the torque on those new leaf blowers, right? And they show that back and forth. But what if they could show the torque of the shit flying out of your ass? I mean, like 74 miles an hour, you just took a hurry shit, you know? I was going to say, Thai food works well, too. Yeah. Some Thai food <laughs> mixed in with some Taco Bell? DP, shirt oh. good. You like Thai? <laughs> Thai good. You like shirt? all right this week we will be doing some extreme rules and probably more simpson references the wwe is having a draft but likely the worst possible time in my opinion we're going to get the trivia and i know 
you've heard them say the phrase before, Annie, get your gun. Well, a last call, we're going to substitute Arn for Annie and see how it rolls out. Platt, would you do me the honor of instructing one DPP? Wow. Right. Yes, with all pleasure. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Psych! DPP! Ring the bell! Damn, Vince Russo. Any motherfucker that ever comes on this goddamn show, these are my fucking things that I do, and you can never take them away from me. I am Pumpkin Carver Tunney, and you will know that forever. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been my time here on the DWI podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plan. Honest to God, when I said that to you, I was 100% honest that I was going to have you do it. And then I thought you, it'd be funnier to cut you, you off. You, you found your moment. I can't be mad at that. You saw uh, your opportunity. You took uh, your shot. I, I can't no, be no. mad at that. Yeah, that was well played. Well played. I'm not, I'm not sorry, but I say sorry because I like to feign politeness sometimes. So extreme rules. <laughs> you know I love you, though. Extreme rules. Um. Yeah, you know, right, that right there, Dan, do that again. Mm. Yep, there you go. That's kind of how I feel about all of wrestling, but I'm here with Attitude Bitch, so let's just go around the horn. Uh, well, Dan, you showed a, uh, an extreme level of disgust there in, in your in your uh, shrug. Uh, how did you feel about Extreme Rules? Eh. I mean... Well, I'll, I'll preface it by saying there was a Packer game on at the same exact time, so I was pulling double duty by watching two different screens. <clears throat> uh, what, what a game it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh boy. Yeah, wrap it 37 seconds. What a game. Throw in, uh, you know, the New Day Lashley thing, like at the last minute, was kind of like strange. Like they totally could have promoted that, you know, for one. Not having the title match on. The pay-per-view is kind of shitty. Um, I get it. You know, after they're they're trying to do more on Raw because they got to you know get the ratings up. You know, especially going against uh, Monday Night Football, so they moved that title match. But there was nothing that stood out to me as like, wow, this is awesome. Like there was nothing great. There was it was just kind of a blah pay-per-view, which I think we, in a sense, kind of expected that to be the case when we talked about it last week. Is there was nothing like. Wow, you know, we're really looking forward to this so much. I mean, I was really look I the only one I was really looking forward to was Reigns and the Demon. Uh and that was, you know, okay. Uh hated the ending. Um why why do we bring back the red light? We were it was gone for so long. We had it. It was gone. And they brought it back. And then uh John Cena turned heel and uh you know, broke the ropes, which was weird, you know, cuz you didn't see him do it. Yeah. Uh, but was, you know, no, like, like that, my biggest problem, yeah, it was bad. I know my, <laughs> biggest, my, my, my problem with that is, you know, there used to be a time, uh, if I remember correctly, back in the old late nineties, back when I oh, was a young man, oh, you know. to school, downhill both ways, not like them dumb fuckers who went uphill both ways. You know, you just go the other way. Extra uh, sorry. Through the snow. Through the snow in the summer. And, like, there was a time when, like, everybody kind of, I swear, like, people talked about their matches and what they were going to do during these matches and would, like, say, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Let's try not to ruin that spot. Uh, You know, maybe 
they could have uh, talked to everybody and said, hey, we're going to have the top rope break. Maybe we shouldn't have Sheamus dancing on top of that same exact rope a match or two earlier. Like, it's as simple as that. And it make it throw, you know, that kind of throws that illusion, you know, a little bit better if they did that. Because a, a whole 200-pound man versus a 300-pound guy is dancing on it, and he's just standing there. Well, Come you on. didn't. What you don't know is that's the best way to loosen up a top rope is by having an Irish person dance on top of it, whether it's Seamus or you or Hornswoggle. It doesn't matter. Uh, Chris, what were your initial thoughts on the entire Extreme Rules pay-per-view? Or Bruce Willis from The Last Boy Scout. My OGs okay. will get that reference. <laughs> no, no, Last Boy Scout, not that. Yeah, I know, but I, there's no famous line in there. Fair enough. Yeah. You, I, you know, I agree with, while I agree with everything that DP said, I actually, I enjoyed the wrestling in the pay-per-view. Some of these finishes kind of left me, meh. I, I didn't really like how some of those played out, but the actual in-ring action, I was here for it. Um, I agree again with Dan. I didn't like how they just threw Big E in a match at the last minute. I mean, this is the WWE champion, and you, you're just going to throw him in a match in a random-ass segment on the pre-show. You just elevated this guy. Why don't you treat him like a big deal? They wouldn't have done that with Roman. They wouldn't have done that with Brock. Hell, they wouldn't have done that with Lashley. And you, you're trying to get this guy over as, you know, a top, top, tippy top guy. That's not how you do it. But the match itself was phenomenal. You know, pun intended. We got AJ and AJ. So, you know, the pun intended. Um, What else? The Usos and the Street Profits, as much as I've loved the New Day run, man, the Usos are the best tag team in wrestling in the last 15 years. I don't even think it's debatable at this point. Uh, you know, the only team that maybe comes close is the Briscoes, but they never did it in a big time. You know what I mean? I mean, New Day, obviously, but yeah. And I just love to watch these four men wrestle. You know, the, the Montez Ford is so goddamn athletic, and I just think they have good matches together, so I enjoyed that. Uh, moving down... Becky and, and Bianca, yeah, I expected a little more. The ending was kind of a schmaz. It was great to see Sasha back, obviously, but I, I just feel like this whole feud has made Bianca look like a chump, and I don't like that. Between Bianca and Rhea Ripley on the other show, we had such high hopes coming out of WrestleMania because it seemed like these two women got their moment and they were about to excel up the card, and I feel like the booking for both has been meh at best. And that's being kind, you know what I mean? Um, what else are, am I missing on this card? Uh, uh, Ale- I'm, I'm going to get to Alexa. Yeah, let's do it. Alexa and and, uh, and Charlotte at the end when she was crying and throwing a fit. And she was supposed to be forward at the mouth. But I don't know what happened. I don't think she got the Alka-Seltzer in there fast enough or chewed it up fast enough. So she got half of it hanging out her mouth. And then on the other half of her mouth, it's foaming. <laughs> that shit was funny, man. <laughs> and the Columbus crowd giving the thank you. Um, what's the doll's name? The Lily. thank you doll. Lily. Yeah, thank you, Lily. That was hilarious. Shout out to the crowd for that one. And Roman and Finn, I, I thought that was a really nice main event match. Again, the ending was kind of goofy, but they had to come out of there some way trying to keep the Fiend strong. I mean, not the Fiend, the same yeah. difference. They both same got red lights. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Um, yeah. I was about to say, uh, you, you, the two Close weeks on. in a row, confusing the demon and the Fiend. Yeah. But, yeah. But it, it, but if you're going to do that ending, man, that maybe they're we're recording this on a Friday afternoon. Perhaps they run it back on SmackDown. But the way that that ended, you kind of got it run it back. 
because he kind of got screwed. You know what I mean? But they were just as soon as the match was over, it's like, hey, he's fighting. Uh, he's fighting Brock Lesnar at Jam of the Sand Six, all in the mix. Back in the mix. Back in the mix. For fuck's sake. But uh, overall, though, yeah, I, I didn't think it was a bad pay per view, man. I would probably give it a just for in ring action. I'd give it a seven out of ten. Because I mean, the thing is, man, the storylines, some of them, you be, you know, they're cringeworthy and you roll your eyes. But they have so many talented men and women back there that it's hard for them to put on a bad wrestling show if they're just going out to wrestle. You know, I, I give it, a, I give it a tepid seven out of ten. Very tepid. Like barely, it was like barely past, you know, six point nine. Just yeah, tepid. No, I feel you on that one, and I'm I'm in the same boat as everyone else. Where it was kind of the thing that meh me it over, where I'm like, I kind of don't want to write it, which I didn't. I'm not even gonna lie off of that one. Is we only had one Extreme Rules match in the Extreme Rules pay per view, and that really bugged me. Where I'm just like, all right. It's Extreme Rules. There's a triple threat with Sheamus, Jeff, and Damian. All right, that's that, 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 that was a pretty decent match. Okay. All the other matches, like we said decent? before. My bad, man, because I forgot about that. But decent? I thought that was a, a fantastic match. Number one, you know Sheamus plays rough, and Damian Priest. I, I'm a belaz. Come on. You know, you know there wasn't any Asian people in it from New Japan, so I, it's a decent Touché. match. A Puerto Rican ain't close enough? Not the same shade. <laughs> kind of racist. No, yeah, yeah, that was racist. DWI number two ninety three. Now who's racist? I'm just saying, I enjoyed that match, man, because you know Sheamus plays no, rough, and and you know Damian is just a big, tough, rugged motherfucker, and he just looks at him and says, "Bring it on, motherfucker. Let's go out of here and get it." And yeah. I, I appreciate that. Oh, it was a good match. It was just after you know Alexa forgetting how to foam in crying over the doll and apparently she has time off now surgery she had surgery some kind of she had some kind of surgery okay there's a there's a there's a joke in there about her not being able to dissolve that that antacid tablet and you know moisture in her mouth and not be able but we've already been racist man no need yeah we've already been racist no need to be sexist yeah we'll we'll play we'll play byo We'll go. We'll play BYOP on that one. Bring your own punchline. Go ahead, carry on, AJ. There we yeah. go. But I mean, the Feel matches. Bad for a fiance. Do you? Jesus Christ! I think that motherfucker's trying that Canadian destroyer where you end up licking the kitty you were talking about. Hey. hey. Uh, but no, the matches were good. But again, the thing that just soured me was Extreme Rules pay per view where. The co-main event ended in a no disqualification or a double count-out because Sasha came back. Okay, that kind of defeats the purpose of extreme rules. You know, it's supposed to be no disqualification. Things are supposed to be crazy, wacky, and everything. And then the rope-breaking. I guess it's the only way we can destroy the Fiend. Is, Is that it, John Cena heel turn? Or or Ant Man decided, you know, this wasn't his time to win it back. Just cut the rope that way. I don't I don't know. Like that just kinda soured me on the pay per view too. You, you Chris, you said you were at a tepid seven. I'm at like a lukewarm six. Cause it was it was a good pay per view. It's just if you put it as to any other like not the big four ones, but like the secondary ones. Like if you had that for money in the bank and had your two money in the bank ladder matches, sure. 
Everything else. Well, it's kind of funny because we're probably not going to see great wrestling pay-per-views until Royal Rumble. Think about it. I mean, you're going you're going over to Saudi. You're going to have an interesting Saudi card. You got Survivor Series, which is going to come after the draft, which is really fucking stupid. We'll get into that in a minute. Then you got TLC. I wonder if you're going to get TLC matches or, you know, is it going to be like Extreme Rules? And then finally you'll get to Royal Rumble where, in my opinion, a, there's been a top five match of the year every year at Royal Rumble for like the last five or six years. So at least we're on the road to Royal Rumble. Um, what we get from it there, I, I don't really know. What uh, I guess to move into the draft here and move away from Extreme Rules, I, how, how high are you guys on Damian Priest? Because I think he's he's got next WWE champion written all over him. I think he is the next guy that's going to get over big time. Is there anybody in you guys' mind, either a tag team or a men's or women's competitor, you, you kind of feel the same way I do about Damian Priest? Well, you know before Damian gets there, you know almost is going to get a run with that belt on the great Kali side of the game. You know that. I would, you know I that. Bet, I'll bet you Priest gets it before, before Omos. No, I love Priest, man. I'm not arguing with you on that, man. I absolutely love him. Number one, he looks and sounds and talks like a grown-ass man. We're supposed to be professional ass-kickers in this industry, and he comes across like a professional ass-kicker. So I think they are high on him. And frankly, shit, the last, what, 18 months? He's been the best book guy or woman coming out of NXT when they go up to the main roster. You know what I mean? Who, who's been better booked than him in the last 18 months? And, I mean, it's the, the bar is set very low. It's got to, like, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. But... They see money in him, so yeah. And but they gotta shit or get off the pot because he's not a spring chicken. I think he's about mid thirties now, so something like that. Well, that could also speak to his advancement in such a quick time as the maturity level. Uh, or AJ, you ju- yeah, go ahead. My, my bad, man. I'll just say they'll do him like a uh, Keith Bearcat Lee. They'll change his name to uh, fucking Bearcat. Damian. Damian well, they, uh, Pedro Morales, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it isn't that the thing, Jesus. though. Like, We're really know. dipping into the racism there, aren't we? Hey, man, that's only, the E being racist, not B. Right, right, right. Not only has he maintained his, his persona, but he's kind of grown with it and his entrance, too. Uh, AJ, you got a comment on Priest or anybody uh, you're taking a liking to in a similar fashion? I mean, I definitely like... I've liked Priest back when he was Punishment Martinez in ROH. Like that's that's how much high hopes I had of him. Where he's like, he's really damn good. Give him the spotlight, and he'll show how damn good he is. Uh, other than Priest, obviously we have uh, our, our favorite name in the whole wide world in the past couple of weeks, Braun Breaker. We, Yo, we he's know for be a star though. He's just green he as goose shit right now. But yeah, he's he's yeah yeah he's, he's definitely that. gonna. He, You're going to see him as the NXT champion before the year's over, at least. Or at least sniffing at that title. Are they just going to recycle some music for him? Breaker! Jesus Christ. How funny is it, though, that they... Politics again. How how funny, though, is it that they, uh, they make these Steiner references on NXT, but don't mention that he's the goddamn Steiner? Have y'all noticed that? Oh, yeah. yeah. W- w- didn't he call? Uh, not to. I forget. I forget his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other you color were. commentator that wasn't a wrestler. Vic Joseph. On NXT. Vic Joe. Is it Vic Joseph? 
Ah. Simon, God of Hairdos? No? I don't know. Anyway, I, he even called him a dog-faced gremlin, and I'm like, yeah. it's it's right there! Come just Steiner! Steinerize him! Looks like Rick talks like Scott. Oh, God. And, no, I'm just saying, oh, come on, man. That Steiner math promo, we, everybody, that's that's iconic. Come on now. Let's not go back there. Didn't we go down this path last week? We, don't we, don't we, bring we, me we back. Did la- we did last week. We, don't, we don't bring did me Steiner back. math like five times last week. Let's not. I'm, I'm just right, saying, let's... man, because if you don't cut me off, man, there's like a 33 and a third yeah, percent okay. chance I'm going to go into uh, it. Right. But that's no, only a 26 no. percent chance. But it's 50 percent of that. But it, uh, okay, okay, we done. We done. Delete! 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 Seventy percent of the time, delete. every time. Delete! 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 Hate it. DP, any thoughts here on this topic? Bro, where's Riddle, man? Riddle. I think Riddle's right up there too. You know, I mean, in a sense, getting extra groomed by Randy Orton being next to him in the tag team division. You know, right now. Uh, when they do that uh, that split and everything, I think he's, you know, he could be one that wins the Royal Rumble coming up here and moves goes to WrestleMania. I mean, he's right at that point too, I think, at least character-wise and where they have him on the card, you know, sitting right next to Randy Orton. I mean, that's unless they wait and do the split with Orton and Riddle at WrestleMania, but I think he's, I, I thought he would be a Money in the Bank winner this year. I think he's right there too. So, so I Dan, think... is that your early men's Royal Rumble prediction? Since I already did my early women's Royal Rumble prediction yeah. last week. Yeah, why not? Okay, take it. Some October well, Royal Rumble prediction. Big fucking deal! I already gave you the main event to WrestleMania 40, so kiss my ass. Huh? How about that? <laughs> Gage Goldberg and Dominic Mysterio. No, here's a spoon. Oh. You'll figure it out. We're going to take a break, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk about the WWE draft. This is episode 293. Yep, it was up my ass, DP. You got it right. <laughs> of the DWI podcast right here on the Chairshot Radio Network. DWI 293. And shitty the, spoon. And the DWS. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. I'll give Chris the day off. Uh, everybody should head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick themselves up a chair shot t-shirt. Plenty of great designs. Get it in soft style. Do your epidermis a favor. Make yourself look aesthetically pleasing. And guess what? Makes a great gift as well. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Head on over and spend some cash. Don't be a cheap ass. Yeah? Like that one? Thank you, sir. <laughs> No, I'm being dead ass. I swear to God, the only reason some of these melon farmers invite me on the podcast is for that reason. So thank you. <laughs> oh, what, just the bumper alone? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're doing uh, so well. You know, like I'm like I'm uh, practicing nuclear fission or some shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's a goddamn drop. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? 
So before we start talking about the WWE draft, I think they're missing the boat in one major component, right? Why don't they have their own? Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, that was just for me. Why don't they have their own Adam Schefter or Mel Kuyper Jr., right? Why don't they have someone that comes in and analyze these things? Like, this guy's been drafted to an opposite brand and been on fire and won his next seven matches uh, twice over the last seven drafts. And, and, and this brand has really underperformed there. And, you know, I kind of loved what they did uh, a few years ago when they were coming to Fox and they had all the cross-branding things with the football and everybody else. And they did the draft war room member and stuff like that. I, I just, why don't they have their own expert leading up to this? It just seems like all of a sudden it's like, ooh, here's the draft. And then now you're, you're, you're changing all the chemistry of what's going on. And then you're going to do survivor series with brand new storylines where people aren't invested really, instead of finishing storylines like at survivor series and then doing a draft or something like that. It just doesn't make sense to me. A lot of the things they're doing. So around the horn, what are you guys biggest complaints and things that you would fix in the WWE draft before we talk about possible talent that's going to move back and forth. Whoever feels comfortably ready, fire at will. And it looks like that's uh, the scientist himself because he always has a few critiques that improve things along the way. Well, it's because I do a lot of analysis myself. So, you know, maybe I'm the guy that made WWE needs to bring in and do these Did analyses. You... What do you, you have an anal cyst? What? I'll, nom- I'll nominate my an, an anal cyst. Oh, you do anals. You remove them? Nope. Hang on. Nope. Careful what you say there. <laughs> I'm a scientist, not a, you know. Am I putting the not I'm a gymnast? The <laughs> I'm putting, that's funny. I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. No, you do a lot of analysis. Okay, I'll shut up now. Uh, you know, I, I think. Well, I, I agree with you on the whole Survivor Series thing. I think we've talked about that uh, for the past couple of weeks, where just. It, it makes no sense to do this before to do a draft before Survivor Series. If if Survivor Series is going to be the Raw versus SmackDown, you know, matchups. Like if you're gonna do a brand pay per view where they wrestle against each other, you should do it. <laughs> not have the draft two weeks before, or whatever it says, month before, because then there's no point. There's no there's no rights. Like you know, there's no. Well, there was a pay per view called Bragging Rights that they used to do this at. There's no reason to get excited for having these matches. Like, what's the point? Like, if you're trying to do brand supremacy, then, you know, there's no reason to do a draft right before that. And I know we talked about this as a possibility. Make Survivor Series worth something. Do the draft right after Survivor Series. Make the matches worth draft picks. You know? You go title match, you know, whatever you want to do. If you want to do the two title holders, you know, they wrestle for the number one draft pick. You know, for men's number one draft pick for women, you know, that way, uh, or just whatever, you know, or do the elimination matches and they're worth X amount of draft picks and stuff like that. Then, you know, then it's actually worth something. Then it feels like it's at least feels like it's worth something because who gives a rat's ass, you know, who wins between Raw or SmackDown when, you know, that person was just on Raw two weeks ago or in a year they're going to be on SmackDown anyway. Like, it's just, it just feels like there's no point to it. So, in my opinion, the draft should come from NXT, it, and it should be less of uh, uh, picks, right? And that's where that importance would come from, is you're pulling new talent into Raw and SmackDown, not trading talent within Raw and SmackDown. And then 
on the opposite end of the spectrum, you do this twice. The other half, six months later or six months before, isn't a draft. It's a transfer window. Because that makes way more fucking sense than a draft where you're just drafting people from each side. A transfer window is we're put we're like Raw can protect this many people, SmackDown can protect this many people, right? Like, oh my God, uh, they didn't protect Roman Reigns on SmackDown or something, you know? And then you can see the transfers, who you can pick, and everything else like that. So I don't know. That's just another yeah. thing or that popped into like, my head. Or yeah, if not that, like. Do it like, you know, contracts, you know, quote unquote, you know, hey, I, you know, SmackDown or, has this guy for two years or whatever. And now the contract's coming up. What are the, is he going to stay? Is he going to move to raw? What's he going to do? Ooh. Or do it like they do it on the discovery channel. Right. AJ. Just to shoot him. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing but mammals. We're not. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You, you jump in the gun there too, Dan, by the way, we're going to get to shooting later on in the program. <laughs> 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 I was there. Yeah, I almost had. To, I was gonna do. I, was, I let that lie, but way to address it. AJ, go ahead. Fire away here on your critiques of the WWE draft. I don't like it either because a draft means you're pulling people up from, you know, the quote unquote little leagues, or if we like to call it NXT. Well, into the bigs, right? You don't yeah, have it, to it, diminish it, the, the, the lower level. Yeah. 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 Where that that's always been a problem of mine, but. The fact of the matter, they also don't do anything exciting, really, when it comes to the drafts anymore. Where, who remembers when, oh yeah, JBL was in uh, like a giant freaking clusterfuck match to become the SmackDown champion. And he finally won, but it was, oh wait, hold on. We got Batista, so you're just the number one contender now. Like, if you actually switch up the champions, or something random like that happens. When was the last time we saw the Intercontinental Championship on Raw? Was the last the, <clears throat> the Intercontinental Championship. Grazie. Denada. Anyway. No, you say prego. I said grazie. I didn't say gracias. I said grazie. You say prego. I said pete se tanka. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I deserve that anyway. Go ahead. You did. Oh, you said something about Tatanka? Sorry, I'm not helping our reputation here. DWI 293, we're all racist. I was about to say, we're not helping our reputation here. What ethnicity have we not offended yet? Because I'll get to it. You know, just let me know. Give me a list. Shoot me a list, okay? God, I really don't know. Do you want to roll out your your? You want to roll out your 2024 platinum or platform about midgets and pirates? Number one is not midgets. I have no. I have all love for little people and pirates, but them goddamn dwarfs, you fucking dwarfs. Yeah, stay out my way when I'm walking by, cause I ain't gonna see you no way. So just stay the fuck out my way. I will crush you. I will destroy you. I will destroy you like ants on an anthill. Stay right, away from anyway. bridges. So, so anyway, draft. Those are trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Mad at me, cause you can't brush your hair. Joey, you know I mean? <laughs> sorry about your hand. What? God. Anyway, calling it drafts, set I don't like the, it either. Set them on the court curb and their their God feet damn. still swing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Stop making me laugh. You're a jerk. <laughs> that one was good. good. That one was good. I had uh, to keep going till I got a good one, man. But go ahead, AJ. I apologize. No, you're good. That one actually got me. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, hate that it's called draft. I like the idea of battle for the number one draft pick, but again, like if if everyone's now talking like, oh, AEW's winning ratings and everything, okay, let's shoot some of these ratings up. Trade the champions. Trade like a bunch of things. The Intercontinental in the United States. The WWE in the Universal, because I know you still got that red one on hand somewhere. You know. Well, I mean, Roman ain't going to Raw, so. Well, I'm just uh, saying, like, something like that. I'm just saying. But they'll make Big E an official draft pick of Raw. Watch. Yeah. (laughs) Number one. He'll be number one. Yeah. You know, I... I, I agree with everything that you all are saying about the draft, but um, before I get to my analysis, I, I do have to say, man, they suck me in every year. Because every year they do where one of the brands infiltrates the other brand and it's this big-ass brawl. It takes me back to the Attitude Era. Back when, you know, because the, the WWE shows now, man, are so manicured and so paint by the numbers the thing that made the Attitude Era so special is because you never knew from segment to segment what was going to happen. And I feel like when they do those invasions leading into the Survivor Series, it kind of takes me back back to that. Plus, the Survivor Series started as a gimmick pay-per-view. You know, it, it really doesn't matter right now. It was a cool novelty back in the day to see all these different wrestlers on different teams and stuff like that. The novelty's kind of worn off of that because we see that every week on SmackDown or Raw or NXT or whatever the fuck. It, it it brings the Survivor Series, at least to me, back to its roots as a gimmick pay-per-view. And every year I look forward to it, the Raw versus SmackDown. I know it doesn't have a lot of gravitas, but I, I look forward to that. Number one, the draft needs to be the day after WrestleMania. Okay? If WrestleMania is your Super Bowl, then the combination of the year and the next season starts that Monday night after WrestleMania... Well, that's when you need to have your draft, first and foremost. You know, yeah. I'll I'll say this. I'll say the second Raw after WrestleMania because there's no reason to waste the draft on the Monday on the Raw after Mania. That's gonna that's gonna be huge no matter. You know what I'm saying? But I agree with your timing. Just like I think if you do that, the transfer window then should be after SummerSlam. And then you have even more time to get in. You have the extra months that they're not giving it right now to get to Survivor Series. No, that's well played. I get that. Your 30-day build right after WrestleMania all the way up to WrestleMania Backlash. And then you can kind of... Mania Backlash, no... No, I'll, I'll wait for Teddy because we're probably going to get to where I was going to go to next anyway. So I'll wait for him. Oh, I got nothing. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, I'm sure you're about to ask us a question along the lines of, gentlemen, who do you see that's going to switch brands or something like that, right? See, that's, that's okay. But if, I, but if I did a Chris Platt impersonation, that's... I would love... I would love to hear you do a Chris Platt impersonation. Let me, let's see what you got. I can Let's do see one. what you got. Oh, oh, here we go. Ready? Let's see. With it. Attitude. Oh, wait, here I go. I got bitch. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That People was, don't see my, my lip. I moved my lips yeah, while I that, did that, it. That, so. was, uh, <laughs> that was for y'all. Me, me, me. Mama, me, 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 me,
he doesn't mm-hmm. know the bits yet. He doesn't know the bits, man. He's still getting his ears. He's he's still wet behind the ears. He don't get the bits yet. <laughs> you know, we own that, <laughs> that wasn't even. A... I was about to say that wasn't even like an, an attack oh, or anything. That was just get no bonus points and trivia today, oh. Platt. I can feel that coming. Anyway. Yes. You know how much I would love to have a 25-year-old penis again? Shit, I'm on new genics. I got yeah. that uh that Nick Alvis <laughs> shit. Like, I'm, shit, my man, come on, man. We, 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 25-year-old I, I, I am performance enhanced, baby. Flat <laughs> alcohol doesn't taste good coming oh. back out the nose. You need a toe? I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, boy. Uh, there we go. Two, two, 293. Wish I had a 25 year old penis again. Yeah. Uh, yep. Something like that. Okay, cool. well. So I don't know how to follow that with uh, except with. No. I was just stallion. <laughs> now, 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 memory lane here, man. It's like. For the draft this year. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, you asked for it. This is best you Professor Frank. Yoda. Alcohol doesn't feel good going out through the nose, AJ. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It burns like a motherfucker. It does burn like a motherfucker. <laughs> I fell into the whiskey nose of fire. Went down my throat and up my nose fire. And it burns, burns, burns. The whiskey nose fire. It, yeah, there you go. Anyway, yes. WWE draft, I I don't really care. I don't even know who I want to get paired up with each other right now. I mean, it's basically the question is, who would you like to see move from one brand to the other with to match up and with a matchup with someone that's I mean, let's put it this way. Big E is the draft pick, the big draft pick that's officially to Raw, which is boring. Becky's not going anywhere because Charlotte basically just moved. Right. Uh, I think you're going to see the swap of the U.S. and Intercontinental Championships because I don't see them moving the Usos. Why would you? Nope. I, I mean, but... unless you really want to, like, try to, quote-unquote, weaken the bloodline. I mean, oh, McIntyre is clearly going to SmackDown, and L.A. Knight down at NXT is going somewhere as well. The reason I say those two names is because they've been jobbing them out recently so they're they're both on the move i wouldn't be surprised if lashley ended up on smackdown as well kevin owens is probably going to go to raw because he need a, he needs a fresh paint of coat um other than that i wouldn't mind seeing sasha back on raw because i i miss seeing sasha and charlotte wrestle each other so that would be cool um obviously biggie am i missing somebody you don't care, Tony. I'm talking to uh, uh, Mr. DPP and AJ. Yeah. Uh, are, are you going to do the same move with Big E getting away from New Day? or? No, you might as well keep them together at this point. Why not? Because I, I don't think Lashley will go because they just brought the Hurt Business back. I, I know why they brought the Hurt Business back, because of Jam of the Sand 6 back in the mix. Yeah, but if you... Uh, but if you take the whole, well, yeah, that's true. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, so that's probably the, well, no, because Lashley's going to be fighting Oldberg. So I was going to say maybe that's a match for there, but Ooh. Lashley is preoccupied. Oldberg. Yeah, but you, you you can still have 
Wait, who? New Day versus Hurt Business. Yeah, I get it. Go go ahead, Sonny. Get it out the way. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, Just no, no, let who, him get who, it out the way. Just let him get it. Over. It's it's really my wrestling, you know, homage to Beetlejuice this month. So and make sure that you watch Beetlejuice for Halloween. Make sure you watch Planes, Trains and Automobiles for Thanksgiving and make sure you watch Home Alone for Christmas. You've been tunnied. Yes, solid lineup. I, I'd add not, some more, but that's a solid lineup. Not disagree. Those are my those are you could actually three. you could also watch The Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween and Christmas. Oh, do you know what? Animated. Do you know what lumberjack ghosts scream when a tree falls? Oh. Tim Boo? Tim Burton. Oh, damn. Yeah, that was bad. That was so bad. Close. What did the? Why couldn't the life? Why couldn't the life guard <laughs> save the hippie? Go on. He was too far out, man. <laughs> Speaking of hippies. Can I get another rim job? I mean, shot? But, no, not after that. No, no, no. Thank you. Uh, how do you how do you uh, throw a, a space party? Send out flyers. See. You plan it. Yeah. God. Do you know why this I wear over, two right? pair of pants? When I, nope. Do you know why I wear two pair of pants when I go golfing? Case you, in case I get a whole one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this has been the joking hour with the. Uh, <laughs> tell me you have a commercial. Where's the uh, PC Teddy, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. We could go to a commercial. I think we're done with the draft, right? I, I don't forget to. <laughs> do we even start? Yeah, PC Teddy. PC hey, Teddy. Don't this forget has been, to. This has been. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Platt. Do it. Don't forget to. Try your waitress and tip your bill. Yeah, we'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Last week we had a Mountain Dew can crack, but Tony, nothing can beat the original beer crack. That's right. Phenomenal funky facts. This time with more total BS due to the fact that Tony's back. That's total BS! Put Episode. your pants back on, Chris. You no, son I was of a bitch. Say, what the fuck? What the fuck? Black just leaves the room, comes back. I guess it's with actually, a pen no, of it's, it's, it's actually in his contract. He can do that. Ah, I didn't need to see that. He was showing off his crack. Kid. 
called the cider bonus, kid. Get your weight up. Chris, the appropriate response. The appropriate response there was, well, you didn't see all of it, so don't worry. I'm that too. <laughs> Got a little warm, uh, eh? uh, All right. DWI, not for TV. <laughs> With this episode, with the racism and the sexism not, and the uh, hoodie. You know why we're not a video podcast, folks. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Relax, man. I'm getting my Angel Garza on. I merely took off my jeans and I have pajama pants on, ladies and gentlemen. They putting extras on the shit, okay? I mean, we we can confirm that because you we watched you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Eddie. Al Pacino from Sin of a Woman. Hooah! Jeez. <laughs> uh, All right, Tony. Since you weren't here last week, I'll be nice. One, door number one. Door number one. Blink. Blink. Fartendale. I would like door number one. Fartendale. Uh, he said Fartendale. <laughs> Rich little call, by the way, Tony. He wants his jokes back. Okay. You know what? Steve Allen stole from me, so they can all kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I right. right. Pow! Right in your Remember. Y'all Power remember education. Rich Little? Does anybody here besides me remember Rich Little? Yes, we remember Rich Little. I didn't know. I know uh, Baby Balls here didn't remember Rich Little. I was wondering if y'all did. You're from yeah. Wisconsin, of course. Oh you yeah, do. My no, bad. no, I totally remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> he, he think uh, the dude that sung Tutti Frutti, right? That's why I was gonna <laughs> make that joke. I was about to just. Ooh. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I was no. Heard it through the grapevine. That was... Hey! how I do. Anyway, all right. You said door number one, Tony, right? These should have been the words that he actually used. Because it's what he really wanted to say to you. We are not good. We want what up with that? Go ahead. All right. Who has the most combined days as Ring of Honor World Champion? Great question. Oh, Jesus. And the answer may or may not surprise you. Probably doesn't. No shit. Can I, shit. Can I ask a, can no I ask shit. So you're telling me it's either going to surprise me or it's not going to surprise me. Are, are they? I, I'm, not, I'm not banging on AJ here. I just hate that fucking phrase. Goddamn, can I get my question out, kid? Are they either in WWE or AEW right now? No, oh, no hints right they now. They are not. No, 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 that's bullshit. That's total BS. Right. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't write it down because I was. There we go. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I, I think... got it. I don't think I don't think that's it. Yeah, I, I got it. Sonny says Briscoe. Dan says Jay Lethal. Platt says Jay Lethal because it is Jay Lethal. Uh, that's bullshit. Oh fuck this game. That was the other ding. I gotta do this. Uh, he's uh he's ahead of Samoa Joe by like a uh, couple of days actually, like a handful of days. Damn I mean, he's the, he's the only one that hasn't made the big time yet, so it had to be him. Who else would it have been? Oh. Briscoe. He had the title for like two and a half minutes, man. My microwave his, popcorn. His, his first reign, his first reign was for a cup of coffee. The second one was he had to true. install the cappuccino machine. Yeah, the second reign was really long. 
The second round was like 200. Said. It was 200 days, but Jay Lethal held it for fucking 400. All right, I'm wrong. We get it. Crikey. All right. Dan, good deuce. Hey, Ooh. everybody, check this out. I'm going to sneak up on that alligator over there, and I'm going to take my thumb, and I'm going to stick it right up his butt. That's Yo, really did y'all see that off. shit really on social off. media where the dude was battling the alligator with his trash can and eventually yes. got the alligator in his trash can? He, he was so cold about it, too. He just, like, dropped the case and everything. He was like, cover. And it was like, oh, no, 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 no. The alligator gets freaked out, and he just picks it up like, yeah, it's in the trash can now. The more impressive one was a couple of months ago that they played on ESPN where the housekeeper came out and chewed away the bear that was attacking the dogs. Did you see that one? Yeah, the bear fell off the the fence. Yeah, that was a, I mean, no garbage can and a bear versus a garbage can and an alligator. I don't know. That sounds like, would you, what would you rather? All right. What would you, a little sidetrack. Would you rather run out on your patio and fight a bear to save your dogs with, you only hand-to-hand combat, or would you rather wrangle an alligator with a garbage can around the horn? Is that really a question? Of course you picking a gator. I ain't catching no fair one with no bear. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Is it Yogi? Hey, Yogi. No, right? I'll take the, I'll the bear. <laughs> I don't know. You know what about the ranger? But Yogi. Ooh. I'll take the bear. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna take the bear as well. Taking the what bear is bear. wrong with y'all? Are you serious? It's a bear. Plat. Okay, we'll get to that later on. That's fair. <laughs> but what if you miss? Then he's like, okay, it's my turn. <laughs> All you gotta do is scare it away. You don't have to get close. He'll get scared and run, man. I, I know you want to talk about the fucking people's elbow, AJ. I know what you meant. So <laughs> deep it goes. <laughs> oh my god all right dan dan a good deuce yeah, yes please after that a good deuce wow uh, sweating down here yeah, well you know that's just like uh your opinion man How long is Jacob Fatou's reign as MLW world champion? Oh, that's a bullshit question. Well, you just got to pick a number of days, whoever's closest. Exactly. That's a bullshit question. Is there a part two? There's not a part two. How long has he been champion, though? (laughs) (laughs) Days. He's been champion for a while, man. Tried. Maybe we're talking years. Because Flat already said it, uh, we're recording on Friday and Saturday's uh, champion versus champion at MLB. Yeah, him and Hammerstone. That should be a pretty good match too. I like both those guys. We already know who I'm both Of course, Hammerstone, because you're racist. Whoa! <laughs> we 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 end out. We start, baby. <laughs> All right, I have let's... no idea. I know it's Just been a, a number. couple years. Dan, Dan says 365. Platt Has it been says a couple years? I thought it's been a couple years. Ooh. Tony says 800. Okay, now you put a question mark down there. Are you confident in that 800? No, I, it's not. my answer. I, it's my answer. Say, but I say I, yes, motherfucker. That means you win. I, <laughs> but if I wrung in, I wouldn't have said 800. I would have said 800? Mm-hmm. What is it? So, so, so you going with 800, Tony? 
I guess I'll it's be like way 12, off. It's they twelve days. Point. No, no, no. <laughs> it was two weeks ago Wednesday. No, no. Tony got it. It's eight hundred and eighteen. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, suck on them, motherfucker. I knew it was over two years. Jesus. Uh, all right, and then the next one, the last question, is also another MLW question. Well, is it tied now? We're all one, one, one. Everyone's yeah. one, one, one. Mm. Let's do it. Who was the first MLW middleweight champion? Oh fuck me! I knew this, and I can't remember who the fuck that motherfucker was. Shit. Middleweight, middleweight. You know, they're basically cruiserweight division. I know, motherfucker. I'm thinking. I'm telling them, not you. I know you know. Because there is a random tiebreaker question that I thought of about MLW again. (laughs) I will say this as a hint. They are not in MLW anymore. They are in one of the big leagues. Oh, damn it. Oh, fuck. I got it wrong. I, got I think wrong. I got it right. I got nothing. I think I pretty I much got it. says ACH. Tony says Leo Rush, even though Leo Rush just lost the title. Ah, fuck. I didn't know it was that new. Dan, anyone? Big leagues? Anybody? Anybody at all? TJ Perkins. Adam Cole? MJF? I was going to say Myron Reed initially, but... Myron Reed's the current MLW middleweight champion. All right, cool. Wait, what was that, Tony? What was the few that you said? MJF? Yeah, our favorite person on ShareShot.com, MJF, yeah. Fuck! That's I what it is. <laughs> yeah. I should have knew that. Do I win? No, you don't no, win. You wrote some other shit down. And then what? said that after the fact. Right. Three weights, sorry. Welcome yeah, back. No, that's you got a tiebreaker here or what? What, you, you're not happy with sharing a win? No, not with those two melon farmers. You know it's going to be another MLW question. You have no clue, right? Yeah, You're exactly. not going to have a chance. You're, you're, you're going to have no chance in hell. But, what, fine, fine, fine. You know what? You guys didn't know this because obviously you haven't been paying attention. But fine, we'll leave it like this. Because when we don't win, fucking AJ just won today. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. You asked for it. You got it. Toyota. That's the whole damn reference to those. No, the best usage of that phrase from Toyota was in Forget Paris, the referee That's movie. That's what I'm Billy. talking about. The old, when he was driving around yeah. his head. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He said the name of every business along the way. And then they get to Toyota and he goes, you ask for it. You got it. Toyota. For the rest of the day. They did it for the whole day. That's it. <laughs> Underrated movie, folks. If you've never seen Forget Paris, it is just an excellent, excellent movie with some really good actors. So, anyway, DP, we only got one thing left, brother. Except for Charles Barkley. He was terrible in that movie. My last call. What do you mean it's let's go? What do you mean, what do I mean?
Arnie's got a gun. AEW's <laughs> come undone. MJF and Cody on the run. Sting because... thinks he's finally having fun. Ah, ah, ah. All right, gentlemen, what's the funniest thing you've seen meme-wise or on social media since the Arn Flash and his piece? Because for me, someone put up a brand new Arn Anderson finish on Fire Pro Wrestling, and it's just Arn Anderson knocking the guy down, jumping in the air, and pulling two guns out and shooting the <laughs> shit out of the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to download that one. I'm going to download that. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm, Chris. I'm, I'm... No, I miss most of the 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 Arn memes and shit like that, man. I've been uh, very active on social media the past few days. I actually got a chance to watch this live, and I I, I popped, I popped like a goddamn priest going to an elementary school. Like that shit was funny as hell. And when Arn said he's gonna pull the gun out or pull the Glock out and spread their brains all over what he said, you know what I said? Brian Pillman. Do it. Let's see it. Finally, some white on white violence. Maybe you can shut your dick holster. That one? Oh, y'all can't hear that. No. Y'all couldn't huh? hear that? No. No, we missed it. What? It's the sounds of what silence. No. My bad shit. I, I thought I'd be able to hear that. Nah, I, I played the clip from Half Bake when after when Scarface comes and he's like, "Yo, guy, did you see what happened to my dog killer?" And the guy says, "No." And he's like, "Yeah, I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do." That's I was trying to play that on YouTube. It didn't come across well on air, so I'm just gonna let other people talk now. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping money. That broadcast school is really paying off. <laughs> Dynamite drop in money. And broadcast school has really paid off. And shout out to Euchre for his uh, anniversary weekend too. I got uh, I got me one of the bobbleheads there. So, hey, uh, yeah, WWE Euchre bobblehead. That's awesome. Yeah. Y'all really can't hear this. No, you probably have oh, to. Good. So in Skype, you have to go in and have your settings set for the the uh, audio that's coming not from your microphone but from your computer. That's nope. not gonna work either. That's, that's not going to really work either. <laughs> All right, I'm done here. Shout out to Arn. Other people talk. The other one, I, the one one I saw was the uh, NRA backwards is Arn. Oh, NRA backwards is Arn, yes. That was, awesome. that was a good one. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Oh there it is. <laughs> another, one, another one that I saw that I didn't know what happened in all honesty, but now that everyone's saying I'm... One of them was, uh, uh, what was it? It was uh, Arn Anderson forgot what a shoot promo was. <laughs> <laughs> For the life of me, I can remember everything about wrestling, but I don't know what they mean about that. I guess I'll, I guess I'll just bring a gun. Because I, I did see NRA backwards is Arn, and it was a picture of Arn with a Glock in his hand. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, that or uh, make sure that Arn Anderson is a downloadable skin on GTA Five. <laughs> oh boy, should be. So, in all seriousness, what is your guys' opinion on like that actually happening in the world of professional wrestling? Like Vince blowing, Arn himself... pulling a gun on someone? 
No, no, no. I mean, how do you feel about that? Is there a place for that in wrestling? Is it necessary? Is it unnecessary? Kind of like Vince blows himself up in the limo, the Brian Pillman thing. You know, is it too far? You don't care. Are people overreacting? I mean, where do you fall on the spectrum of, of where that play, that kind of thing is place in wrestling? You know, AJ, I think you're a little too young, man. And Dan and PC, I, I don't know how much Jim Crockett y'all got up in, in Wisconsin. <laughs> but this what are this what he do. Like, I remember watching promos and vignettes and shit like that back in the day when the horseman was in the car when they were beefing with Dusty Rose. Rick wasn't there. They was going out there to do his work because they always down the ride. It was Arn, Ole, and I think Tully was in there at the time. They had a camcorder in the car. They were tailing Dusty Rhodes the whole time. And as soon as Dusty pulls into the parking lot, they hop out and beat that melon farmer's ass with a two-by-four. Like, Art ain't new to this. Art is true to this. He's always done this. Art always been a rider. So I'm here for it. I mean, you don't want to go overboard with it, but look at the reaction and the reception that this has got between him and Goldberg threatening to lynch Bobby Lashley twice on Raw. Like, Every not not Lynch. I'm being silly, you know, playing into the gimmick for today. But he literally said, "I'm I'm going to kill him." He said that he's going to kill Bobby Lashley at least three times between the pay per view and and, and Raw. So first show of October, racist week. (laughs) (laughs) Was it like Shark Week? But yeah, hey guys. So how about this for like um you know just like a a a broadcasting uh, direction. Uh, we'll end summer with Shark Week. We'll start fall with Racist Week. Uh, we can move on to end fall with Cooking wait, Week. Wait, wait, what? Uh, can you go back one? Hang on, wait, hang on a second. Can you go back? You start, start with Shark Week. Shark yeah, Week. Gotcha. Okay. Finish no, no. fall with Cooking Week. Yeah, no, 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 there was something in between there. I, I swear I heard something else. We start fall with Racist Week, yes, and then we finish fall with Cooking Week. Yeah. Wait, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cut you off right there. We're gonna. Um, no, but I think we found that in our studies when we bring people in and, and do that yeah, type yeah. of thing, those research thing, uh, groups, that when you transfer from sharks to racism to cooking, it works best. The food tastes the best if you go from sharks, then you're racist, and then you eat. It's just a proven factor because you can't swim uh, after you eat, so that's why we put the racism in the middle. Cause it's I, I get it, and, and, and black people can't swim. I get that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Evolution? What? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody plays a motorhead. Evolution is a racist thing. It leads to cooking in the best way. Oh God! But don't eat a shark because they don't have bladders. That's a true thing, though. Don't eat shark meat because they they don't have a bladder system. Well, neither do shrimps. That's why you got to take the poop sack out. That well, that's that's a just that's a digestive thing. Well, it's also because shrimps are basically the cockroaches of the sea. Well, not basically, sir. I mean, I never, raw fish literally look like roaches, so there's that. I, but. I never thought I'd ever see someone be racist against an aquatic creature. You're reaching whole new levels today. <laughs> <laughs> see, because we're still in that like kind of warm weather, but it's fall, so I had to make Shark Week racist week. Hey, All man, right. AJ, AJ's bigotry knows no ends, okay? Now he got to say <laughs> fuck crustaceans, you know what I mean? <laughs> Under the so that's, so that's, the that's where the whole starfish thing came from then, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I checked out 
he disapproves. He's, he was in for most of it. Now he's disgusted. Um, he's like, I got some notes here. I got to write some notes. Yeah. DWI-293. Oh, no. DWI-293. There won't be a 294. <laughs> <laughs> We've been canceled. Uh, seven, seven short. EP seven short. Damn, yeah, we tried. The story of my life. The crustacean, this crustacean community is clearly going to come after us after this. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Just randomly church, the next day, I have like a crab like clawing at my leg. We're going to get a lot of messages from the Church of Aquaticism. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to really have our heads full of sea level on this one. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm getting calls on my shell phone. <laughs> Wait a second. I, hold on. Breaking news. I think I just got a, a, a message from Aquaman. We all go live to Christopher Plan under the water. That was probably horrible. You know it always takes like Yes, Tony, I'm here with Arthur Curry himself, Mr. Aquaman, and he's got some things to say regarding the latest episode of DWI. Back to you, Tony. Yeah, fuck that guy. Right in his fish hole. Uh, I got nothing else Bingo, today. Bingo, white in a blowhole. Hey, they don't call me the deep for nothing, you know? Hey. Oh, God, no. Let's not bring hey. that deep into it. Hey, the boys. Yeah, ah. tuning in to Bandwagon Nerds coming up on their 100th episode right there on Chairshot Radio Network. Gentlemen. Super fun time today. Great, great fucking time all the way across the board. Uh, last thoughts around the horn. Uh, I can go first. Give you guys a little bit of time. I'm looking forward to jamming the sand, to be honest with you, because I'm hoping it's on a Thursday afternoon again. So I come home from work and watch it right after work instead of trying to stay up all day Sunday after football. Gentlemen, go ahead. Around the horn. Whoever's ready. Last thoughts today. Uh, you know, I'm always, uh, you know, as much as the draft is in a shitty spot, uh, like like Christopher said uh, earlier, that uh, did you call him? Did you call him Christopher? <laughs> I was just trying to let that go. He did. Christopher said earlier, <laughs> it still always gets me. It still always gets me. I'm still always excited to watch it because I like to see who's moving well, where. I, I thought you meant Christopher gets you every time. <laughs> I gotta stop. I've been threatened already at uh, not using that, so please don't call him that. <laughs> That's it for me. <laughs> you know, it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan right now. There's a lot we can't complain about, but there's a lot of good, and I tend to focus on the good. And shout out to AEW. It's a, a company I've been very critical of, but, I mean, shit, I'm critical of all of them. But they, they seem to be starting to gain a little bit of momentum here. They're they're signing some interesting talent. You know, we've heard rumblings that Kevin Owens' contract is up in July, or excuse me, in January, and I think Sammy is shortly after that. It almost feels like AEW is about to become 2000's Ring of Honor. And, and you know, for a, a certain segment of the wrestling fan, like that's like their WCW in 96 for me, or for Tunney, like his uh, WWE 2002, like one of the strongest rosters that's ever been assembled in wrestling. So, you know, happy days are here again. Yeah, and I mean, if we're looking forward to wrestling and everything like that, after all, I mean, this is going to come out on Saturday, 
MLW Fightland. It's also going to be on Vice the week after that is uh, recorded. So I'm definitely excited for that. This indestructible night. Sorry. Thanks, Greg. All over the place today. <laughs> and that was the big boss man actually showing up for like a second. What happened? What? Qua? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Big boss man as in the boss. Yeah, Ray Trailer. Chair shot. (laughs) Definitely Ray Trailer. That's that's what I'm talking about. The old Milwaukee boss. Tractor trailer? (laughs) If you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia. (laughs) Better read the signs. Respect the law and order. order For some hard times. You'll be serving hard times. You know the big, big boss, boss man, man to make you want to lie. You better watch out. You'll be serving hard times. He carries a big dick, a ball and chain, too. <laughs> he's looking That's for not, trouble. I don't, and he's coming after you. I don't, I, don't, I don't think those are the lyrics. Wait a you, minute. You only heard that lyric on the pay-per-views. Oh, yeah, we, we, really we didn't hear it on Raw's War. I didn't know he was in ECW. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your time is over. Who Who's next? Uh, that was everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, great. Then we can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but AJ, let's go in order of age. So Chris gets to go last. <laughs> oh, right, uh, go right, ahead, AJ. Right. You can follow me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find me doing articles and everything on thechairshot.com. If it says AJ on it, you know exactly who's doing it. And reason why I've been referencing MLW so much is because you're going to have the Belay brothers going to Fightland. You want to yes. see us? We'll have our chair hey. shot shirts. I might wear my Alexander Hammerstone shirt. I'm not going to lie. I might wear Beef Castle. But that's neither here nor there. We will be at Fightland. So if you see us, holler at us. We're not going to bite too much. Andrew, okay, Andrew might bite. I won't. But holler at us or go check us out on Vice when it's on, when that happens, a week after the fact. And just be like, hey, there are those assholes. What the fuck? Well, I guess I'm next up then because I'm younger than Chris and Dan, so they can go fuck themselves. You can find me at PC Tony. This month I'll be known as the Pumpkin Carver. Uh, no, no, it's true. Uh, pumpkin Carver Tony. Pumpkin Carver Tony. Well, it's true. It's true. It, you can ring the more button. hair than him, Dan. Not necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily. Hey, where it counts, maybe. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you can follow me at BC Tutty on Twitter and Facebook. Continue to listen to everything Chairshot Radio Network. So I'm at the, I'm, I'm not the oldest? Uh, no, Chris. It can march. Sorry, I'm um, I'm February. You son of a bitch. February. Yes. I, well, sorry. You can follow me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me DPP. February. February thirty first. Oh, go blow yourself, Dan. Say what you was gonna say. <laughs> Facebook.com/slash/dwi/podcast. There's billions of people <laughs> who wish they could. Chris, don't even start with that shit. <laughs> Yes, and what what are his name? What's his name? 
that's a that's a a, a group you we know, haven't admitted yet tonight. You, yeah, there you yeah, there you go. You know you've signed up for that rib removal surgery when they told you it was elective. You said fuck it. Hey man, if the insurance would have paid for it. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Sweet dreams are made of these. That's not a sweet dream. Oh, I'm done. I was about to say planet. Ah, I am done. Mr. Velvet, please take us home. I think we all are. Thank you all for tuning in to the last episode of the DWI podcast. It's been a fun ride. 293 in the can. Go back and listen to some of our greatest hits. I kid, I kid. I'm having fun. I have uh, to announce you that I will never retire. Yeah, that was a great drop considering what he's going through and what we just said this whole episode. That was got to read the room. Yeah. You just got to read the room, okay? <laughs> Damn that's, that's us choking on our own bullshit. But y'all can find me on Twitter at the this real or at the real C Plat on Twitter. More importantly than that, if you appreciate the content we provide, get your hand off that button, goddamn you! <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna wrap it up? Okay, wrap it then. Wrap it. Yeah. Well, you want you want the show to be over? There's only one way for the show to be over. I'm, it's I'm for me to tell people that they've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. Now you can say whatever you want. Boobies. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yes. And fuck you. I'm out. in his car alone. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.